If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, welcome into another episode of the Fat Guy Podcast. I am the fat guy. Most people just call me Brett. I'm a guy that's lost 125 pounds and I feel saucy. Today I feel saucy. We'll go with saucy. All right, on today's show, top five foods that are making you fat. And before this episode is over, you will learn the foods that you should never, ever eat again if you're trying to lose weight. I've helped hundreds of people lose weight and get healthier. It's my passion in life. And if you think that's something that's worth supporting and this podcast is worth supporting, please consider tossing five bucks my way to help keep this mission going to change people's lives. You can do that really easily at ketoanimal.com. Chip in. I'll give you a shout out on future episodes of the podcast for as long as you're a supporter and you'll get a lot of bonus content, including a bonus podcast every month, maybe more than once a month, um, and uh, other things like that. You can also go to the front of the line if you have any questions to ask, if you need any help with things, all that is part of the Patreon community. Thank you so much for checking that out at KetoAnimal.com. We actually have some Patreon supporters. I'll be giving them a shout out a little bit later in the podcast. Now look, you ain't got five bucks to spare. You, uh, I can feel you. I've been where I didn't have five bucks to spare. There's three other easy ways you can help spread this uh, information and knowledge around and help people lose weight. The first is by rating this podcast on iTunes. A five-star rating and a review really, really helps spread the word. And when you get reviews and four- and five-star ratings and such, it makes Apple show us to more users. So please, don't cost you nothing but a couple minutes of your time to rate us five stars on iTunes. You can also follow me on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The username is Fat Guy Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. The username is Fat guy podcast across all platforms and if you don't understand podcasting that's not a problem super simple for you download the free spreaker app s-p-r-e-a-k-e-r and search for fat guy podcast uh, once you find us hit that heart subscribe and get notified about all new episodes and you can easily go back and listen to all previous episodes that's s-p-r-e-a-k-e-r the spreaker app is free to download plus it hosts thousands of other shows besides mine who knows what you'll find on there that you'll like third way you can help me is share this episode on social media. You never know whose life you're going to change just by hitting that share button. That's how I found keto. That's what got me on the path to losing 125 pounds. And so really, you could be doing uh, some friends, family, coworkers, whoever follows you on social media, a big favor by hitting the share button. A quick disclaimer before we get into the thick of things, I'm not a doctor and I have no medical training. Anything you hear in this podcast is my opinion and my personal experience only based on my years of research and applying it to my own health. Nothing I say is meant to be specific diet or weight loss advice for you. It's simply my opinions and my personal experiences. Before you begin any diet change or weight loss program, you should definitely consult with a doctor. So we're going to run through five foods that you should never eat again if you're wanting to lose weight. And uh, when I say never, I really mean never. (laughs) Um... Uh, it's interesting. A friend of mine, um, I'm not exactly where she's at in her uh, food journey. I know she's given keto a try. I know she's given low carb a try and done some other things. 
But I'm pretty sure her only goal was to just cut, uh, recently was to just cut sodas out. And she messaged me uh, today, earlier today actually, with a text that said, uh, it's been a month since she cut sodas out and she lost 11 pounds. I mean, that's the power of what drinking liquid calories does for you. Look, there's there's two or three of these that are pretty close to being tied, but soda, I think, is by far number one because people drink it all day. Like the other bad things, people usually just eat them at a meal. But sodas, man, or in the South, Coke, which is a generic term for all beverages, uh, sweetened beverages. And sweet tea falls in there too, by the way. It's Cokes and sweet tea. Um, you're drinking calories. Like you're drinking, it's not just that you're drinking calories, you're drinking sugar. Like you're put, you're injecting sugar straight, right directly into the bloodstream. And it just wreaks havoc on your metabolic system. Uh, if you're overweight, nine chances out of ten, you already have metabolic syndrome. You know, you're insulin resistant. If you haven't been diagnosed as pre-diabetic or type 2 diabetic, you will be at some point in time in the future. It could be next year or five years down the road, but it's coming. And so the last thing you want to be doing is injecting uh, glucose directly into your bloodstream. But that's what soda does. Like there's no barrier. There's nothing that has to break down. It goes in. It gets absorbed. It's a very quick transaction happens and bam, all that is circulating through the, your blood. And so uh, if you could, I tell people, look... <laughs> You always complain about, oh, diets, you can't eat as much, and I like to eat. I'm like, if you really love to eat that much, and you want to eat more during the day and still lose weight, the first thing you should cut is liquid calories. They're a waste of time. You know, if you're drinking 140 calorie Coke, which has, I think has, if I'm not mistaken, has 40 or 50 grams of sugar in it, you know, that's something you could be adding on to another meal. You're complaining you don't get enough food, man. You're drinking it. And then there's these people, if you're one of these people, and look, I commiserate because I was there. I was so addicted to Mountain Dews at one time. Um, I literally, all the front eight of my top teeth are fake. Uh, they're all composite. They're all oh, My front eight teeth are all composite because I rotted them out drinking Mountain Dew. And I refused to believe my dentist when he was telling me why that was happening. I was like, nah, that's not it. That's not it. And the last time I went in, and he's like, uh, look, uh, I don't think I can repair these teeth again. <laughs> this is the last time I'll be able to do a patch job on them. And so you really need to st- quit drinking drinks, soft drinks, sodas. And, um, you know, maybe these things will last you five years or 10 years or something before you have to get them pulled. And that was in the early 2000s. I'm happy to say that I made it until two years ago. I had to go get them, a couple of them patched up. But I still have those composite teeth, and I credit all that to getting off soda. I mean, it's just, it's everything it does to you is bad. So, what are your options? Obviously, if you're a soda fanatic and you've got to have some soda, look, have one with your meal and make it diet. So, when you have lunch, have a Coke Zero or a Diet Coke or a Diet Mountain Dew or a Diet Dr. Pepper. Uh... And my advice is buy those eight ounce cans. Look, I drink Coke Zero. I like it. Uh, I had one today, as a matter of fact. I didn't have one yesterday. Day be- didn't have one the day before. I think I had one Sunday. And today is Thursday. So I had one Sunday and I've had one today. And I buy the little eight ounce ones. Eight ounces is plenty. It's plenty. And I get the Coke Zero because it's to me it's super delicious. But I don't just sip it and drink it throughout the day i drink it when i'm having a meal that way i'm spiking my blood sugar and insulin already with the meal so just adding just a tiny extra on 
uh, with that little sweet taste, and that's it. So that's number one is soda. It's got to go. You would be surprised if you're a person that drinks, especially if you drink one or more drinks every day, and I know a bunch of you do. A bunch of you are two drinks a day, three drinks a day, four drinks a day. I'm talking about the 20-ounce ones, too. I mean, that's a lot of sugar. Holy crap. You would be shocked how much weight you would lose if you didn't do anything else but stop drinking soda. So that's by far and away number one on the list. Uh, Number two and number three really are kind of tied. And actually, in terms of just sheer impact on your blood sugar and your weight, Number three would be number two, but I'm making number or uh, I'm making um, this one number two instead because of the lies, the misconceptions around it, the misleadingness of it, and especially for kids' sakes. And that's cereal. Cereal is just bad. I did a video on my Fat Guy Podcast Facebook page one time where I actually showed you the labels of a cereal. I don't remember which cereal it was, but they're they're basically all the same. Even the quote-unquote healthy ones. Um, cereals, breakfast cereals that you pour in a bowl and pour milk over and eat, range anywhere from you know around 80% sugar to, to as much as over 90% sugar. I mean, you might as well just grab you a bag of sugar spoon out about 10 tablespoons of it into a bowl, pour some milk over it, and just eat it. Because that's what you're eating. <laughs> and now, when you look at the label, it looks healthy. Ah, it's a whole grain. <laughs> and it's fortified with vitamin B and some other crap. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's trash. It's complete garbage. It's sugar. Uh, you can prove this to yourself the next time you go to the grocery store or you can right now after I tell you this hit pause and go look in your cupboard right now and go grab the cereal box that you're currently eating and turn it to the nutrition label and at the top of the nutrition label it'll say serving size and it will give you the serving size in grams now keep in mind nobody eats a serving size for most of these serve uh, cereals a serving size is like a half a cup or a three-quarter of a cup. Nobody eats that. People eat two, three cups of this at a time. So just keep in mind, nobody's eating the serving size. So whatever it says, you're eat- when you eat it, you're eating two, three, four times that much. That's the first thing to know. The second thing to know is look at that number. How many grams is in a serving size? And I want to say that the last time I looked at a box of Frosted Flakes, it said the serving size was 65 grams or 67 grams, somewhere in that neighborhood. So look at the serving size. That is the total weight of the of all the cereal. That's what a serving size is. You take all that cereal, the whole cereal, put it on a scale and weigh it, and 65 grams would be the total weight of it, okay? Now, so that's what all the cereal weighs. Now scroll down and look at the carbohydrates and see how many grams of that is in one serving, and you will be shocked. Um, it'll be in the 50s, 51, 52, 55 or something. So out of 65 to 67 total grams, over 50 of those grams is nothing but sugar. (laughs) It's just sugar. Make no mistake, carbohydrates are sugar, especially when it's in a processed, dried out form that's had all the fiber removed, like cereal and all these other processed foods. And that cereal goes into your body and it breaks down that sugar like super fast and it injects it directly into your bloodstream just like soda does. There's like no difference. 
And to make make it worse on top of that, if you're putting milk on it, I, I believe a cup of milk has another 12 grams of sugar on top of that. So on top of all the sugar that, that, that the cereal is, which is nearly 100% of the cereal is sugar, you're adding another 12 grams of sugar on top of that from the milk. I mean, you're just, it's not food. It's just sugar. And so I see people feeding their kids this stuff. And then by the time the kids are 12 or 13 and they're fat, they can't lose weight. Uh, the parents don't want to tell them they're fat because parents are scared to have this conversation with their kid because they don't want to make them feel inferior, don't want to make them feel bad. Screw that. Talk to your kids. First, educate yourself so you can help your kids get out of it. And then have a conversation with your kids about how much you love them. And they're not any less of a person because they're fat. They're not any less of a person because they're on the path to type 2 diabetes. But it's something that needs to be changed if they want to have the maximum potential in life. I wish to God somebody would have done that to me when I was 10 or 8 or whatever. I started getting fat when I was 5 or 6, so God, an intervention would have been awesome. But, you know, the stuff we know today is not out there. My mom didn't know that. My mom did the best she could. First of all, we were poor, so our diet was mostly bread because that's about all she could afford was flour and water. And uh, so we ate a lot of what you call bread. <laughs> Hoe cakes was called. And I mean, I was basically raised on that. And then when she could afford afford it she'd get beans which is just more carbs and um but nevertheless uh look cereal's got to go cereal is just horrible and it's the worst meal they say that breakfast is the best meal of the day no you start your day with a big bowl of cereal which again is not going to be three quarters of a cup like the servant size says it's going to be two cups or three cups you are literally injecting like 150 grams of sugar into your body right off the bat that you don't need, first of all, and <laughs> whatever. Cereal, schmerial, breakfast, schmeckfast. Two hours after you eat that, think about your kids. Two hours after they eat that, their little bodies, two hours later, they're in school, and the, their insulin has went and grabbed all that sugar and done away with it and pushed it into the cells and did all it could to handle that sugar, and so then you get this sugar crash, and now your kids are starving two hours later, and they still got two hours to go to lunch. They can't concentrate. They're hyper from all the cereal. The teacher don't understand why they can't sit still in class. It's because they're hopped upon a drug. Sugar is a drug. Sugar is nothing more than a drug. You're literally drugging your kids with sugar. I think I've said enough about cereal. (laughs) So as bad as sugar is, there's something called the glycemic index. And this is how much of a uh, spike in the response is caused from your body and your blood sugar by eating something and you would think sugar which is just pure sugar would be at the top of the list but there's actually something higher than sugar and it's bread bread when you eat, when you eat bread it breaks down into these simple sugars that flood your bloodstream and it has a higher glycemic index in other words it impacts your blood sugar even more than just eating straight sugar out of a bowl with a spoon um you know I find that this is the one people balk at the most. Oh, i got to have bread. But but you honestly don't. And it's a mental thing. Um, you never knew you liked bread till your parents fed it to you the first 10 years of your life. Had they not done that, you wouldn't have cared anything about bread. And just like you can be taught to love something, you can be taught to unlove it. And I promise you, if you'll stop eating bread... Two, three months down the road, you won't care nothing about bread. And things that you thought you couldn't live without with bread will suddenly become better. And I'm going to give you two examples. These are my two favorite examples. Uh, 
The idea of a bunless cheeseburger to me was the stupidest thing ever, but when I went keto, that's it. Can't have the bun, right? I got to tell you, I noticed it rather immediately, but especially, you know, several weeks into it, how much more flavorful my burgers were now. Like, the bread actually sogs up a lot of the flavor. It deprives you of a lot of the flavor. You get you, especially if it's a grilled burger, you get you a good grilled burger with a couple pieces of bacon on it, some high-quality cheese on it, and a couple good fixings on it, and you eat that thing with a fork out of the plate, you get the most flavor. It is so flavorful. And you can make a, a burger out of the exact same ingredients and slop it on a bun and eat it, and you lose like 30% of the flavor, if not more. It's a, it's crazy. Um, so, I mean, I honestly, I don't miss the, I don't miss that on a burger at all. And my second example would be pizza. Uh, pizza is not only my, one of my favorite foods. It's everybody's favorite food. Or a lot of people. I know a few people that don't like it. I have a best friend that hates red sauce, so she despises pizza, but she's weird. Um, if she's listening, she's probably texting me right now. <laughs> um, uh, but pizza, you can take a pizza uh, with whatever toppings you like. I like the cheese and uh, the pepperoni. I like the uh, 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 mushrooms especially. I like some good sausage on there. Uh, the meats pizza is a really good pizza. Uh, I'm not super crazy about Canadian bacon, but I'll even eat that on there. But you can take that pizza and just start and just scrape the toppings off of the bread. Scrape the crust so there's no crust. Just scrape the toppings off into a bowl and get you a fork or a spoon and eat it out of a bowl. It is so delicious. It's all the good part of the pizza. Everything that you love about the pizza is in that bowl. And you'll realize, crap, the bread, all that the bread was adding to it was something to support the toppings. I just used the bread as something to support the toppings, and I don't need that. I have a spoon to do that with or a fork to do that with. And it's so good. It tastes just like you're eating pizza. Uh, it'll be weird the first few times, but after several times of doing it, you'll be like, crap. It's all been a big lie. We didn't need, we didn't need crust. We didn't need bread. So bread is the third one that's got to go. Number four on the list, and again, I'm going to talk about kids on this, but uh, but it applies to everybody. One of the biggest lies of the of the food industry, and the government has adopted it. The government has said that you can fulfill your daily requirements of a, of a certain uh, uh, food by by doing this, and it's drinking fruit juice. Uh, if you go to the government's uh, dietary website. Uh, they'll say, oh, one glass of orange juice is like two servings of fruit. No, it's not. It's a glass of sugar. It's just sugar. It has more sugar than Coke. You'd be better off getting a Coke and drinking it and taking a multivitamin than drinking a glass of juice. They Everything that's good in the juice is gone, uh, or in the fruit is gone. Let's just take orange juice, for example. Everything that's good about orange juice is gone. I don't know if you've ever watched the documentary on how they make orange juice, but it's quite remarkable. Uh, first of all, they get it and then they juice it, right? And so you lose all the fiber, all the pulp, all the nutrients, all that good stuff that was in that orange now is gone and you're left with a liquid. 
Then they take that liquid and they run it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Through some kind of machine and they strain it. So it's really pure, right? So you, so you have pure orange juice that's been strained of everything to make sure there's no pulp or anything in it like that. Then they have to pasteurize it. So when they pasteurize it, most of the vitamins and minerals that are left in it get zapped out anyway because they're pasteurizing it. Then, so they can store it in these big tanks that they store it in for months and months and months, uh, you know, because the orange harvest only happens certain times a year. So you got to be at once you get it, you got to be able to store it. To help them store it, one of the things they do is is they strip all the coloring, all the flavoring, and everything out of it. So all you're basically left with is sweet water. <laughs> That's basically what you're left with in these tanks is sweetened water. And you're like, well, crap, how does it take... And if you ever notice this, have you ever noticed how Simply Orange... See, Simply Orange was my favorite. When I drank orange juice, Simply Orange was the best to me. It tastes just like eating an orange to me. But Simply Orange, people love it, and they don't want another kind. Some people like Tropicana, they don't want another kind. Some people like Florida's Best, and they don't want another kind. Have you ever wondered why all the orange juices taste so different? <laughs> how is that possible? Well, it's possible because the orange juice flavor is something they create in a lab and they patent it. So they have basically, they've stripped it down and it's sitting in these big vats or these big tanks. And now when it comes time to sell it, they shoot it back out through there and it goes into this big mixer and they inject their own flavoring that they've created in a lab. Their own orange juice, quote unquote, orange juice flavor that they created like mad scientists and they inject it into that sweetened water mix it up, put it in jugs, and it comes to you and it tastes like orange juice and you think you're eating juice that was squeezed out of an orange and it's not. <laughs> it's not nothing like that. And it's, it has more sugar, poor volume than a Coke. Uh, look, you worried about getting vitamins? You think you're getting vitamins from orange juice? You ain't getting squat from orange juice. Take a multivitamin and you'll be way better off. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And, and uh, it's bad enough they market it to adults, but now it's kids, man. Oh, you got to make sure your kids get their servings of fruits and vegetables. Well, first of all, when did fruits move to the front of the line? Why is it fruits and vegetables? Because it sounds better than vegetables and fruit? Because you don't need fruit. Fruit is a treat. Fruit is something to be eaten occasionally if you're metabolically healthy. If you're like me and you're fat as the day is long and you're not metabolically healthy and you have insulin resistance or you've been diagnosed pre-diabetic or you're type 2 diabetic or you have a gut the size of a barn, uh, you don't need any fruit at all. You're past being able to eat fruit. You have ruined that for you. Um, if you're younger and you haven't ruined your metabolism and you're still me metabolically healthy, you can occasionally have some fruit as a snack. And yeah, it will have some nutrients in it. But nutrients, if you want those kind of nutrients, you get them from a vegetable. You get them from green vegetables that aren't loaded up with sugar. And what small amounts of carbs they do have in them is all wrapped up in fiber. It's so it's slowly dripped into the bloodstream and you don't get a glycemic response and insulin spikes, okay? Fruit juice has got to go. It's, it's evil. There's nothing good about fruit juice. Nothing other than its taste. <laughs> so the first four on the list of foods you should never eat if you're trying to lose weight have been uh, you know, pretty specific foods, right? 
To recap, number one was soda. That's any kind of soft drink. It's really any sweetened beverage. You don't want to be drinking sugar. You don't want to be drinking calories. You want your energy to come from food. Uh, Number one is soda. Number two is cereal. All these breakfast cereals are out, even the quote-unquote healthy ones. Number three is bread. Number four is fruit juice. Number five is a more generic category. Okay, number five is snacks. And I'm not going to name a specific snack because although most snacks people eat are not good for you, the worst part about snacks is that you're is that because of the frequency of when you're eating. So let's say you're a normal person. You get up in the morning and you have some kind of breakfast. Okay, it's uh, somewhere between six and eight in the morning, depending on what your schedule is. You have breakfast, okay? Then you start your day, and around 9 or 10 in the morning, depending on when you started your day, uh, well, it's time for a snack. If you're at work, you might have it in your snack drawer. If you're at home, it might be in the cupboard or the fridge. And you have you a snack. You need a snack to get you over to lunch. Well, that's twice you've eaten. That's twice you've spiked your insulin already, and it ain't even noon yet. Then you get to noon. Of course, you got to have lunch, right? Because the snack is worn off, and you got to have lunch. And so lunch gets you over to whatever, 2 o'clock, 2.30, maybe 3 into the afternoon, and then, ball crap, I'm hungry again. i got to have another snack. So you're, and then you eat again, and you now, by 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you've already spiked your uh, insulin four times, and it ain't even 3 o'clock yet. This gets you, this gets you by till dinner, and where their dinner is, you stopping at a fast food place on the way home, or your spouse has dinner waiting when you get home, or you have to cook when you get home, whichever the case may be. You get home, you have dinner, bam, you've spiked your insulin five times today, and it's only six o'clock. Well, I mean, that's not good enough, because around, if you eat at six, at around eight, you're going to be hungry again. Why? Because you spiked your insulin at six, that's why. Your body's finally handled it. Your blood sugar started dropping now and your blood sugar's bottomed out. And now you're hungry again for the sixth time today. Oh, I need a, I better have a snack. So you have your snack. You've now eaten six meals today. And make no mistake about it. You didn't have three meals and three snacks. You had six meals. You ate six times today. Let's go back to soda. <laughs> if you had it, if you were doing soda on top of the six meals that you ate today... Uh, you count the sodas as a meal. It could be 10, 12 meals you're eating in a day. And people go, I don't eat, I don't eat that much. I don't really eat that much. Oh, you eat a ton if this is your life. This is not me being judgmental. This is just me being brutally honest with you because you come to me for weight loss advice. And I was you. I still am you. If I quit trying today and I went back to the way I was, I would still be that person. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm not been not being judgmental. I'm not being harsh. I'm not being accusatory. I'm just shooting you straight because, well, that's what you're going to get when you listen to my podcast. Eating six times a day and drinking two sodas a day is really drink is eating eight times a day. It means your insulin is getting spiked eight times a day, and the only time your body gets any kind of a rest to rebuild some of that insulin resistance back up to insulin sensitivity and to get your insulin level down to its minimum is overnight. And since you snacked at 9, you went to bed at 10, and you got to be up at 5.30 in the morning, you know, you got like, what, six hours? <laughs> six hours of a break for your body before you started pounding it with the uh, with sugar and ins- the stuff again that spikes insulin eight times the next day? This is why we're fat. 
If you want to know why you're fat, this is why we're fat. And and if you're one of those people that was like me, it goes, man, I don't really eat that much. I don't understand why I'm fat. I really didn't eat that much food in terms of volume. I really didn't. But the food I ate was bad, and I ate it often. I had breakfast. I had a snack. I had lunch. I had a snack. I had dinner. I had a snack. And then I'd have two, three uh, Cokes throughout the day. Big Coke or Mountain Dew or whatever I was hooked on at the time. Uh, it was Dr. Pepper for a while. I went through phases with all of it. Um... That's why I was fat. <laughs> I was constantly bombarding my cells and my liver with sugar, and it could not handle it anymore, and my body became resistant to insulin. And once that started happening, my body didn't know what to do with all that crap that it was getting, and so your liver said, screw it. I'm being bombarded with all this sugar. The cells aren't uptaking it. What am I going to do with it? I'm going to convert it into a lipid, and I'm going to store it in a fat cell. And there you go. Snacks, snacking has got to be out. Eat meals, even if you don't change anything. Else, they're, they're just these are easy things to change. If you you you're like going keto is too complicated. A ketogenic diet is too complicated. Can't wrap my head around it. This what I've told you today is not complicated. Look at this game plan. Do this game plan for thirty days and then and then message me and thank me for changing your life because I promise you you will lose weight. No more soda. You don't drink anything that has been sweetened. There are no more drinks in your mouth that are sweetened. What do you drink? Well, you can have a Diet Coke with your meal. So if you're eating a meal, have the Diet Coke or the Coke Zero or the, or the Sprite Zero or the Diet Dr. Pearl. Don't have it in between meals. You have it with your meal. If you're not eating a meal, you don't have anything other than water. Okay. It's water is to hydrate your body and to keep things moving and flowing. And that's what you have the rest of the day. You want to have something that has some flavor to it. You have it with the meal. Okay. That's step number one. But sweetened drinks, drinking calories, drinking sugar is out. You don't do that anymore. That's gone. Number two, no more cereals. You need to figure out something different to eat for breakfast. And as bad as grits are, as bad as... Uh, uh, other thing I can't, you know, I can't think of all the things people eat for breakfast right off the top of my head. As bad as some of those things may be, none of them are as bad as cereal. So no matter what you change to, it's going to be an improvement over cereal. Even if you, even if you change to grits and eggs and bacon and toast, uh, the grits are going to be carby and the t- and the toast is going to be carby, but it'll still be better than eating cereal, hands down. Uh, but preferably you won't do that because of number three, you're eliminating the bread. So if you're going to have uh, breakfast. You know what? Make it bacon and eggs, okay? You can have them scrambled. You can have the omelet. You can have them fried over easy, sunny side up. However you like your eggs, have you how many pieces of bacon you want with it, or sausage, preferably bacon, but you can do sausage too. Uh, have that and uh, cook them eggs up in butter and make sure you drizzle that butter, butter back over the eggs in your plate. You don't let none of that butter go to waste. You eat that for breakfast. You will be satiated. You won't, after you do that a few days, you won't think about a snack, Matter of fact, once you get into this uh, pretty good, if you do it well, uh, hunger will become less of a problem for you ever. But the bread's got to go. So that's three things. Those are three easy things. You're not drinking sugar or energy no more. You're not eating cereals anymore. And you're not eating bread anymore, okay? If you're going to have a hamburger, that's fine. Grill you up a hamburger. Put you a slice of cheese on there. Squirt you some mayo and ketchup and onions and stuff on there. And eat that thing with a fork. Eat it with a fork. All right, no more fruit juices. Again, this kind of goes back to sodas. It's anything that is that you can drink that has sugar or energy or calories in it. We don't do that anymore, so that's out. 
You want an orange, you buy you an orange and you eat it. You eat the orange. Now, people on keto, we don't eat oranges. I'm not telling you how to go keto. I'm telling you how to be the laziest, least disciplined person ever and still lose weight. So you want oranges in your life? Fine. Just eat the orange. Peel it and eat it. Fiber and all. Pulp and all. It's hard to eat more than an orange. But you can drink like eight oranges in the in the form of a glass of orange juice. I think a glass of orange juice has something like eight oranges in it. You're getting the sugar from eight oranges with none of the fiber in a glass of orange juice. Try eating eight oranges. It's pretty hard. It would be damn near impossible to eat eight oranges. So you want orange? Eat your orange. I would say this. This is how you eat your... This is a side tip, but I'm going to throw it in here because we're doing lazy, lazy things you can do to lose weight. Super lazy. I don't want to track macros. I don't want to be keto. I don't want to be low carb. I don't want to count calories. You're one of those people. This will help you lose weight. So use this as a judge. You put your plate down. You want to make about half of your plate be the meat. Half the plate is meat. So whether that's a piece of steak or whether it's a piece of hamburger or whether it's chicken, you got the chicken breast with the chicken wing and you got a, maybe even a leg on there or whatever. It takes up half your plate is the is the meat. The other half of your plate is a vegetable. And I don't mean a potato. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to tell you you can't eat potatoes because I'm not telling you how to be keto. Of course, if you are keto, you take this advice, it, it'll help you. But if you're super lazy and you don't want to be keto, but you want to lose weight, fine. Have you some baked potato. Make it a small baked potato. Make it a half of a baked potato. And in addition to that, why don't you have you a good salad with a low sugar salad dressing. A high fat, low sugar dressing like, uh, like uh, some ranches, but look at the label. Uh, blue cheese is a good one. Or just do oil and vinegar, olive oil and vinegar on your salad. Um, this type thing, no croutons in the salad, just make it, uh, you know, lettuce and, uh, so whatever, mushrooms, maybe a tomato or two in there, whatever, or, uh, you know, whatever kind of a green type of vegetable, uh, you know, if you're having the steak and you want a potato, find whatever, do half a potato or do a really small potato and the rest of your plate, make broccoli with butter, steamed broccoli with blood or something good, something nutritious, something to fill you up, something to be good for you. And so you eat it in order, okay? We've got your plate laid out. Over on the side, you got your orange or whatever. You wanted a strawberry or you wanted, uh, I don't know what you want, what kind of fruit you want to eat, whatever it was. You got it sitting to the side. You eat in this order. You eat the meat first. You eat the meat first and eat all the meat. When you're done from the meat, then move to the broccoli or the greens or the salad. And you eat all that. You eat all the green stuff next. Eat it all. Then you can move to the potato. You've eaten everything else. Now move to the potato and start eating the potato. For most people, you're going to be pretty full at this point and you're going to start making a decision. God, do I want to eat all this potato because so I, I won't leave room for the orange or what do I do here? And you're going to make a decision. You may eat all the potato and figure out you're just too stuffed for the orange. Or you may quit eating the potato halfway through and go, i got to stop because I want to save room for that orange. If you will eat food in that order, you'll be, you'll be surprised how much weight you'll lose. Make half your plate meat. The other half needs to be mostly green-type vegetables, above-the-ground green vegetables. Um, I'm not telling you you can't eat potatoes. I'm not telling you you can't eat carrots, but I'm just saying make 
most of that other half of the plate be a green vegetable. And then if you want a carrot or you want some potatoes, make it a small part. But eat in order. Meat first, green stuff next. Then if you have a carby vegetable, starchy vegetable, that next. And then very last, whatever it is you got on the side of your plate, whether it be fruit or whether it be a piece of chocolate cake or whatever. Um, hopefully it'll be some stuff you won't care that much about that stuff at that point. And then the last thing on the list is snacks. Stop eating them. You only eat when it's mealtime. You're not five years old. You're not a, a victim to mega food companies advertising on TV that they've been pounding your brain your whole life to eat three meals and three snacks a day. You definitely don't need three meals a day, and you don't need three snacks a day. That's complete BS. You don't need that. Breakfast is the worst meal of the day. The best thing you could ever do for yourself is to stop eating breakfast. I'm not telling you to stop eating. That's not part of those lazy advice I'm giving you. Lazy advice is you still eat your breakfast, you just eat a better breakfast. That's no cereals, no milk. You're going to do like bacon and eggs or sausage and eggs. If you do, if you implement those five things, I promise you, in, in 30 days from now, you'll be sending me a message going, "Oh my God, I didn't, I didn't count any calories, I didn't count any macros, I didn't count nothing, I didn't stress over how much of this or how much of that, and I lost weight. You won't believe it. I lost five pounds, I lost eight pounds, I lost 12 pounds, it, you, and I look forward to getting that message from you." I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. A great big shout out to my current and amazing Patreon supporters at the $25 level, my super keto warriors, Angie Bearfield and Donna Eason. Thank you guys so much. Um, you are totally awesome. Um, a quick reminder, if you become a $25 super keto warrior with me at uh, ketoanimal.com, you will get added to our private Facebook group where I personally help and coach all the members there. And it's a great community, a lot of great people that you can ask advice and you you get the support and stuff from everybody else. But I lay that aside. Just as important to me as these awesome $5 Keto Warriors, Bobby Houston, Lena Kirkland, Roger Foise, Kim Noman, and Greg James. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being $5 Keto Warriors with me and being Patreon supporters. Hey, you want to support what I do here? Become a Patreon supporter and get some cool perks like supporter-only podcast. Get moved to the front of the line for questions and help from me. Plus a shout-out on every podcast for only 5 bucks. You can help me change other people's lives. Go to the following link, ketoanimal.com. That's a shortcut there. Or if you want to type it in manually, it's patreon.com slash fatguypodcast. Patreon.com slash fatguypodcast. The easy way is just ketoanimal.com. If you think this podcast may help your friends or family, please share it on social media. You could literally change their lives. That's how I lost 125 pounds, because somebody shared something about keto on their Facebook page, and I saw it. Just that one thing changed my life forever. Please rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, which is formerly iTunes, and help me share the word. A five-star rating and a quick positive review will signal to Apple that they should let more people see my podcast in the feed so they can find us and they can subscribe and get the help they need to lose weight. Um, if you think that this podcast is worthy of showing up in the Apple directory, please take a quick second, go rank, rank us. Finally, subscribe to the Fat Guy Podcast wherever you currently get podcasts. And if you don't know what that means, you don't understand that, go download the free Spreaker app, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Search for Fat Guy Podcast, hit that heart button, and thank you so much. I appreciate you listening today. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.